Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I was conflicted when bringing in Kirk Minahan because, one, he's got better things to do, and he does, and two, he's a good guy, and three, I always wonder, like, do I just kiss his ass and wait for us to get great results, at least immediately, uh, or do we just talk to him? And so I think today we're just going to talk to him for the time he has. This is a busy guy, but a good guy. Kirk, thanks for joining us. Uh-huh. What's going on? <laughs> Alice, much- how drunk how, how drunk is he like I, I i can't i don't want i don't like i can't deal with drunk people because i saw the pictures like if you're drunk like i just I, i'm gonna we I'm gonna, have been gonna, kirk we have been like uh coughing it up for about six hours now i saw you yeah uh, like i just can't we I, have bloody marys this morning but we're not we okay, are not i can't i just, I just my life my life's too short i just can't i can't no, no, no. so I can't. hey i want to ask you something did you see uh portnoy sure. on um with rogan I listened to some of it. I thought it was pretty dreadful overall, if I'm going to be honest. I was pretty bored during it. I just find Rogan, I mean, look, he's mm-hmm. the biggest podcaster ever. I found him to be a terrific bore. He just does nothing for me. Well, he's not a personality. He's just um, curious. And so that's why like, he does well, yeah. I think, is that he'll talk to somebody and, and pull well, He was also, uh, sorry, Tom, but he was also like, there's always a big advantage. If Joe Rogan started a podcast three weeks ago, it would not be a big podcast. Like, it would be big and he's a celebrity. But he was also one of the first to the game. And in the podcasting world, there's a massive advantage you've been doing it for 10, 12 years. And you're famous as opposed to not. That said, uh, Kirk, I did start Boston Herald Radio in 2013. And it failed to take flight uh, to as to the point to, that I was hoping it would. That is true. But um, but no, I think that the, I don't think that's true what you say. I think that, that he pulls out of people like interesting people feel comfortable because he's non-judgmental, so they'll, they'll mm. give their best, like Eric Weinstein and Peterson, etc. Will get on there and feel free to expand and open. Because Rogan, I don't was, even know. I don't even know those people are. Well, you know Jordan Peterson. You must. Uh, yes, I know that name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know who Eric Weinstein is. Is that one of the? Is that a like a COVID brother? Person. No, there's. 
that the doctor Jerry always says is like a hero? Is it that guy? Or- <laughs> no, the one who invented mRNA? That yeah. one? No, no, not really. I liked I liked your episode with Jerry because I like, and this is what Jerry always says, good, yeah. healthy disagreement. And boy, was there a lot of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even know what was. Oh, that was about the, the football player, though. Oh. No, but it was oh. mostly about trans kids, actually. Oh, yeah. Though. That was not even. It was, it was trying it was, to be about the football was, player, it but mostly, it, we it got a little tiny bit off topic. the 30 button. Like Marvin Hagler versus Thomas <laughs> Dunn in I mean, everybody to, and by the way, now that we're at it, why don't you guys go on more rap? You guys were telling the same stories on different Kirk you, Minahan wrap up shows. It was like, dickhead. Was like, what am I supposed like, to change the story? Kirk, you're asking no. me you can say no specific questions you about say, that other girl who sat no in last week Kirk, during vacation. They're asking like, oh, me other I'm questions so, about the I'm other so girl. Well, am I supposed to change the no. freaking story because I know that the eye of Sauron no, freaking Minahan, no. the, the master Taliban no. Kirk Minahan is watching me? What am I supposed no to, to say? Second, what am, what's the, the right third, answer? Uh, okay, okay, uh, okay. Anyway, Sorry. you could say no to the second or third request. Like I wanted to say no last week to this show. I you could say no, <laughs> no. It's a word. Why? No. Why would I say no? You've been on both of those shows. Manners is a talented broadcaster. Oh, I have not, I've not been on uh, Montante's show. I, I don't believe I'm supposed I have. to I be. He, he oh, was so. supposed to be on, yeah. but then Montante wanted to drink in Kirk's studio. That's right. That he, wants, he wants to yeah. come in here when he sees you to, to come into yeah. our place. He's asked so. to come to our house to do a show oh, here. But we're, <laughs> we're a Michael Montante family. We like it. Fantastic. Oh, great. Well, anyway, but yeah, uh, I, I, listen, I I actually bailed on because, I mean, it's just like I knew most of the Dave stories anyway. And like, it, it was fine. I, I I don't know. I just find, uh, yeah, I find, you know, it, there are very specific podcasts I listen to. I listen to podcasts about old music charts. Yeah. Uh, about movies. Um, about old books and that's really about it like i am not you are not gonna find i there is nothing i care about less on god's green earth boston children's hospital could literally be ripping the breasts <laughs> off of children and shoving them down their throats and i care way more about what's going on in the pga tour way more and bob murchison by the way hates me more than jerry Callahan. i know it's because i'm more relevant but Jesus Christ, I mean, Jerry's doing everything but waving his dick in Mercy's yeah. face at this point. I mean, leave me alone and go after Jerry, please. For Christ's sakes. I mean, is isn't any advertisers, but still do something. God. But I don't think that's – I'm sorry, Kirk. I don't think that's true. I think that you you say you don't like politics, et cetera. I don't like politics. Right. In, in, the, in, the, in the conversations around politics, like the, the conversations the five would have, et cetera, I don't blame you because I'm disgusted by it too. I'm like, holy Christ, I would just rather talk about life things, things that people do. Like there was this dad in Connecticut who who he went to a a smoothie shop and asked for a smoothie without nuts because his son was allergic and they gave him one. The girls were like dumb, like teenagers. They gave him one and it had nuts and his kid went into shock and went into the emergency room. Oh, jeez. He came back to the store and had a tirade, and they just recorded him, of course. Then he threw a smoothie at the girls and like went nuts, and he got arrested and whatever. It's like that kind of thing that has to do with human emotion, et cetera. I would talk about that all day. Do you have, is your oldest a teenager or no? She's 12, 12. now. Okay, close. Teenagers. My daughter, Kate, is the greatest kid on earth. Greatest kid on earth. She mm-hmm. gets straight A's, really smart. But teenagers are so dumb. Like, it's yep. amazing. Even smart ones are dumb. The other day... Uh, it was a while ago, actually, but we have the the slot that you can put the mail through in our house. And it was just me and Kate. And Harry was there, too, I think, my son. And the mail goes through the slot. And Kate is standing by by there, getting ready to go outside. The mail goes on the ground. And Kate looks at it. She just goes, mail. 
<laughs> I'm like, yeah, you could pick that up, you know. Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, I guess yeah. I probably could do that. And then she, I'm just like, what? What was I that dumb as a teenager? Probably, I guess. I don't know. Who the hell knows? Well, no, no. We've got. We just bought our daughter a cell phone, which was it was my doing. She was supposed to be when she got to be fourteen. I was pushing for fourteen. Right, yes, but, but, but now yeah, she's like, well, all, friend, her friend, all her friends have them, sure. Right, and, so. and she, I want her. I want to be able to, you know, have her be the point person if she's watching people or whatever. And so we got our cell phone. Oh, yeah. First well, also, she vanishes to our friend's house right. for like 10 hours. And says, well, I don't have a phone. It. You could get a hold of me if, if I had a phone. She's like right. manipulating, whatever. And so for the first time ever last week, I said, um, Sally, Sally. And she said, what? Like with yep. an, like an asshole. Get ready. Get ready. Yeah. And it was like, wow, that's all it that's all it took was just so that. weird. Her mom doesn't even have a vocal fry, but yet she does. So <laughs> what are the odds? What are the odds? But it is like uh, it is. Um, it is odd. Actually, that's a good. That's a good point to start with. Like, well, thanks. Tom. You have a daughter. I have uh, a daughter. And mm-hmm. Alice and I've been talking about like the uh, the effect of of pornography on on kids. Like, who's the who's the porn person you had on, Kirk? Um, Brandy Love. Uh, Brandy Love. Okay. And okay. Like, yeah. And Brandy Love has been like tossed out of churches, whatever, for being who she is. And Alice, of course, mm-hmm. is all for that. And you're. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is what I like intended to talk about when we first were pitching Kirk, and I knew that he would reluctantly probably come on uh, because I know that he's like a free spirit. He's all for you're for you know do whatever you want. And Alice is against it because she's moral. But that said, it's like you know porn, like the normalized sex that is in porn now, and I only know this from seeing Alice look at porn. Sure is. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's not like it was Kirk in 1991. Porn now well, is, starts well, and ends w- well. with humiliation and sure. Well, well, I, well. I mean, I think there's still good old fashioned romantic pornography if you look for it. But I, I would say like the way I did it and the way you did it, I'd earn it. I'd earn my male orgasm back then. Like it was work. Well, like sure, whether it was a magazine yep. or you know you paused Beverly D'Angelo in the shower and vacation. Exactly. It's literally like right. like burnt out. I couldn't use it anymore. Or like the magazines I used to get, like like some guys would give me like fifty plus. There's women over the age of fifty. Oh, or 60 plus. These women now, by the way, keep in mind now, these women are like in their late nineties. Some yes. of these women, they're still alive. They're like walking around like in some senior I, home. Right. But but you know, I think there is something to the. But like I don't know. Like, do you think that there weren't like sickos and like like what did? Well, like, but, okay. Kirk, so can I? Here's my question. Here's, I, well, let me just ask this question. You guys yeah. can go. Like, what did John Tyler masturbate to? Um, I assume the uh, the Sears and Roebuck. <laughs> but, but like, when he closed his eyes, was he ever like, "Geez, I wonder maybe if this woman had a stepdaughter and the stepdaughter needed to learn how to give a blowjob"? Like, it, was it, or, or was it, or was it was just all created by pornography but, in this world? I don't know. But it, Kirk, it's it's different because, and this is I have a good perspective on this because you probably haven't heard, but Alice is younger than I am. Yes, and. When you and I were 22 years old and we had girlfriends, uh-huh. asking a girlfriend, first of all, for anything that was like Lewinsky was was like bombed if you, you were walking in a minefield. You better do it the right way and with full respect. There was no like, sure. and you better get your paws off her. There's no, you if it happened, it happened, but you don't. Well, if you look at like normalized pornography now, it uh-huh. starts and ends with humiliation the kind of stuff where if i requested that in 1994 from my girlfriend she would have castrated me on the spot i mean it's escapism i mean it's not like when i entered it or entered i don't believe i'm going to a real space like i don't don't think that's how the world works 
Yeah, I know, but Kirk, you're... Well, yeah, but you uh, encountered Alex, that a little stuff. bit well, older. I, I, wait, I, love, wait. I, love these, I love these conservatives who want, like, you know, who want, like, less and less government, less and less stuff, unless it's pornography or two fucking guys getting married, and they want everything shut down. Like, what are we going to do? Shut down pornography? Well, I think there's something. So Brandy Love's been in the news lately because she's been talking about this Louisiana law that basically the state of Louisiana said that if you're showing porn on the Internet, that you have to essentially like check IDs like you are if you're selling minors alcohol that like that you have to make sure that the people you're showing the porn to aren't children, which I think is like really a low bar to have for porn. It's like we just won't show it to kids. Like, I think it's possible to govern, but maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. Like, yeah, I don't want Harry looking at that right now. So sure. I mean, yeah. So and I have a different perspective because like Tom said, like I am in a slightly different generation. So I like. I mean, by the time I was not much older than my daughter, I'd seen stuff that my parents like didn't know existed on the earth like that anybody did. And I do think that my generation is like mostly completely broken brained for like relationships and and sexuality because we've just all been ruined because our entire like sexual ethic is based on like completely insane stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, maybe, but I'll say this like, you know, when I saw the Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee mm-hmm. tape, right? Like my parents did not see a tape of Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. I mean, this is how it works. Like this is how, like this is just what happens with technology. Like I don't, I don't think there's really any way to stop it. I, like I don't, like what are you gonna, like I, I'm not sure. Like you're gonna have them, like certain porn scenes or, or that already exist. You want like outlawed or something? Like what, what's going on? I want them outlawed, but I don't want kids seeing them. And like I mean, kids are, I know kids, it's not. Kids it's are impossible. going to see them. Kids I mean, are gonna find, like they Kirk. used to find magazines, but I don't want kids right. able to just like straight. There should be like some kind of barrier a little bit like kids are going to get alcohol too but we still oh, check IDs no, yeah, at the liquor yeah. store we're not just like they're going to get it oh, oh well just sell to whoever like I think I definitely agree with you on that that for sure I just don't know I, I mean if it could be governed great it just seems like that seem I, I mean I don't know my kids are so much more savvy than I am with these things that I have no with phones and I, I have no idea but you're right look if you could do it and do it well yeah sure what are you going to say Tom I'm just saying that like if you look at the in in New Orleans in Mardi Gras, it's trained mm-hmm. cultural behavior now that if you're a woman that and actually I say now I I mean 20 years ago when I would have been down there, but if you're a woman then it is it is polite society's um the uh, expectation that you'll revere your your breasts if somebody throws beads if men throw beads you owe them a look at your breasts. And and I forgot those series of tapes where that came out the, where all the girls are like girls wild, girls going etc. There was obviously trained cultural behavior that girls knew that if there were a camera around, well then you're if you're in the bikini on the in the in the, in the, in the like have a suit, then you go to town. And well, I think that was also problematic because I do think a lot of those girls. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think a lot of those girls were hammered and being recorded. Right? Oh, definitely. I, mean, I think that was that was part of the part of. The, and meanwhile, this is coming from a guy, Alice. We text my producer three or four times a week about like various females and what they look like. I know. Well, size. right. But Paige Miranak is, first of all, he's a, what a fucking state. You said is, you said is getting fat. You she's getting fat. Yes, she does. is. He says fat. that about Paige. Dude, I said, how she, dare she yeah, get fat? Can fat. you believe this guy oh, she can either, is going around well, she calling a, like no. beautiful models. She fat. can be a can you hot. Imagine? No, no, the point is this. And I've talked to her in, uh-huh. in an interview and she follows me. So she can either be a hot, bad golfer or a 
fat person, and now she's mostly a fat person, and so that's why I was. Well, I'm sorry person. that she hurt you by becoming well, fat. She, Tom. Not a fat person. She's well, she's not thin anymore. Those these are. She was never well. Anyway, go ahead. The fact, what was but the about, fact about is, is that brainwashing and the fact is that the, the porn that Alice usually watches she goes <laughs> to you porn or whatever she <laughs> no, goes I to, don't. and the and it begins and ends with the girl being subjugated what? and and humiliated, and so I'm just. Well, but what, what's uh, but but like in what way? Like what are you saying? Like a man like 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 jackets on her face? Or I something? would say that's what, correct. What that, happens that, in the world? Like what? I don't know. That's, that's illegal, consensual. This is like a scene in a porn film. Like I don't know what you want. Like if you say right. to me, "Hey, I don't want thirteen-year-olds to watch that," great. But if you're saying to me, "Hey, I don't want twenty-three-year-olds to watch that," well, we can't do that. I mean, that's I think crazy. it's still bad for you. Like I'm not trying to outlaw it for adults, but I think it's like cigarettes, where it's like it. It's You're definitely just not going to die from it. But that's, Jesus, that's so intellectually lazy, Kirk. You remind me of, of, of VB or Nemesis. It's like it happens in the world, so nothing I can do. For Christ's sakes, the idea well, is to, to push nemesis, against what happens in the world. Equal footing, uh, you know yeah. what happens in the world, too? <laughs> you know what happens in the world, too? Is that? is that like in Lexington and Winchester is the mm-hmm. football uh, team lugheads you know date rape date rape the girls too that just happens sure, that's, in the world. That, that's that's you see tom that's illegal now on the other hand a 23 year old guy going on and watching a paid performer another paid performer have a consensual scene being filmed i'm i have zero problem with that none forget like i i like you you think it's what i'm saying is that should not be stopped that should in fact be allowed of course it's a illegal these are, what, what, what are we doing here? You don't want like uh, to tell people not to do pornography? I don't even understand. It's not the pornography. Is it? Where, That's what uh, it is. That's exactly uh, what it is. Well, what's the line? You tell me what the line is. We're so you want? So what you you want is what you want is the Alice Shattuck and Tom so, Shattuck burn barrel porn site. No. where some guy with his socks on goes missionary style with another girl and like ejaculates and tells me he loves her. They get their knees and pray for twenty minutes. Great. And you know, there's a market for that somewhere. I have no doubt. Okay, well, it's, well it's fine. But the the uh, you know the Overton window, whatever it's Overton window of yeah. allowable sex at one time was leaning towards what Harvey Weinstein did. It was okay that you had the casting couch. It was okay. Well, now it's not. And now it's not. Right, but it's not because culture pushes back against it. It doesn't always just say, oh, that's, that's just him. He's just, Harvey he's just kind of raping. against the law, Tommy. He was raping people. But there's a gray area there that made rapey, <laughs> rapey <laughs> behavior <laughs> okay. okay. Well, there's know. a gray area with Harvey Weinstein, and I guess you and I disagree. Because, I mean, he raped women. I, you know, I don't know. That, to no. me, is more dangerous than... Then friggin' Brandy Love giving some guy a blowjob. Well, I, I, Kirk, I, I did you have know. friends at Winchester High School who were guys who were kind of rapey, who would always push it? No, no. I, I, I sure as hell did. Who were rapey? To my knowledge, I mean, I shouldn't say that, right? To my knowledge, I don't, I don't think so. There was one time, a, a time there was a party, and I think it was with your grade, which was um, class of ninety class of ninety three, three supposedly. We I, I never, never, never sure because you change it a lot. Don't, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Okay. Okay. But, we had a furlough. That's good. And but in one of you, <laughs> in one of the, in one of the, um, the uh, sisters of a high schooler, it, it, at a party on your side of town, which I wasn't invited to, obviously, because it's a rich sure. person's party, right? And but we pulled up in our crappy little freaking Dodge Aries K, and a girl from the party came into our car, and she was a beautiful blonde Winchester girl, very typical swan, and the sister of a football player. Okay. And she got in the car. She was obviously plastered and took all of her clothes off. All of her clothes off, which for me meant the first single gorgeous woman I had ever seen. Ever. And 
it, what does it, that have to do with uh, what, what, where are we? I don't well, know. Where, <laughs> let me tell you where we are. Sorry. Because she started making out with somebody and somebody was pawing her and and I said oh, I got you. and I said we can't have this. We can't have her. We can't we can't do this. Even though she was gorgeous, all, even though it was like the the epitome of every fantasy I'd ever had. And I said we can't do this. She's out of her mind and whatever. And you know, majority by a thin margin won. And we said, you need to go and get dressed, please, and go in your house. And her brother still wanted to kill us, even though I, we we did not do anything. What year is that Kevin Cullen calling from that you're reading right now? <laughs> no, they, well, but but anyway, but so like, what I'm saying is we did the right thing by a tiny margin, a tiny margin, because somebody, a couple of people said, this ain't cool, that we could sure, destroy this yeah, person. Yeah, I got you. I got even you. though we could get away with it. But I'm just worried that now. Well, why would he? You're thinking now because these guys have seen pornography. The like guys were jerking off back. Like I don't. Well, know. I know that, but I, now I, you're I, expected I the 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 you know the salutation sexually is so much more extreme than it used to be. Well, look, the world has changed, but I think there is some, you know, I mean, I, and I think I just think people's no. minds are different. Like it affects your brain in a different way, and like how sure. you see and interact with people and all this stuff are like. I don't know, like Dave's about my age, right? Portland, Colleen. Oh, Colleen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, and like he's going around like insecure with like yeah. penis dysphoria about his penis size, telling people he's like got a Alice, micro he, penis he gotta, because Alice, he, he got, says he's seen all the ones in porn are bigger. Like that's not healthy either. Well, I'll well, say this: Don't like, you know, think you would be you know, happier you know, if he a, didn't? That wasn't his whole sexual experience. You know, as a, a young block, person, a legitimately blockbuster box office movie in the seventies. I'm dead serious. Like couples went to see it. Mm -hmm. Deep Throat. Like yeah. it was a wild. You know, like moms and dads were going to the theater to watch an X-rated film. That wouldn't happen today, right? Yeah, I, I mean, think is you're that, probably like, right. I mean, the seventies. Why is so? Like, why have we gone backwards that way? Like, in some ways, we've gone backward though right or no well i think it was the, the accumulation of recreational sex after the pill came out that people said you know f away and so th there we go right but i'm just uh, but, so i'm saying like it's things that, it kind of changed i mean i don't know like so like you know right when i was younger i would use it like a penthouse form i'm guessing kids right. would never do that today so I, but like i don't know does that mean that i'm less likely or more likely or they're more likely or less likely i don't know but i do the one thing i think we definitely agree on is that there's a way to govern this so a 14 year old kid you know, can't watch, you know, uh, a double penetration scene. I, I, I think we can all get a board on that one. I think. Okay. Let me move to, um, to a uh, Portnoy for a second, because it was interesting. Um, Kirk is that you're right for, for most of that podcast, it was terrible. Dave was obviously Portnoy was nervous. I think that you get two dudes. Portnoy is also, he's kind of like calling in a way, except for he's a doer and achiever, but yeah, he's, successful. But he was, yes, it, but it, it, I don't think, I think Portney's got a lizard brain and didn't know how to react mm -hmm. with, uh, mm -hmm. with Rogue right there. But it was definitely, it was very funny because you can tell that the level of the intellect, because as you say, Dave, um, uh, Kirk, Dave is the like smartest dumb person, you know, this was not like, um, this was not William of Buckley and, you know, going back. Or Vidal? No. Right. No, not quite. Here's a little cut from, from it. I interviewed yeah. Trump. No, hold on a second. Uh... Damn it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What's that word? Schadenfreude? Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. There you Jesus go. That's, that's about the, that's, All right. That's about the level that, that it was. But then, $100 million right there. Yep. <laughs> but then, because they both can't help but find the interesting stuff because they're real lizard brains, they found the interesting stuff. Here's, a, here's a, uh, an example. I, I interviewed yeah. Trump. 
they called me up. Yeah, and, and this is they want our crowd obviously to to do it. So this is when he was president. Right. Probably a lot of I got a lot of hate from it, but he pulled me. In, he pulled me in, and he when he realized I wasn't like out to get him, he opened up and he was nice to me. But he pulled me into this had a little like uh, souvenir room, is what I would call it, with like artifacts. He goes, Dave, Dave, come in here, and so I go into the little room. He looks at me, goes. This is the Monica Lewinsky room. He just started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) The Monica Lewinsky room. So it obviously was nothing near a souvenir room. But but that's like the point is that like Portnoy gets interesting content. And and, of course. And that's like the like I think with the with your show, why you have so many people who freaking love you and and why like Alice and I Alice and I only binge watch your show we don't binge watch anything else it's right. pathetic and she like openly loves mike geary it's, right. it's she yeah. does yeah. she's like makes yeah. little happy moments when he's on it's like, <laughs> that are like that are very dis- disquieting sure. to me because they're, uh-huh. she's, it's yeah. all natural what she's happening of course but yeah he's a very funny guy but i mean like so many the entire wei lineup now is people who are trying to not do that, not to have any real moments, and I don't understand. Like, how? Maybe I'm asking the wrong guy because this is your show is just is all real, and you thrive off real, even if it hurts everybody involved. What the freak? Like satisfaction? Can you get doing a show where nothing happens? When you talk about somebody well, freaking on base? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You start with Dave and Rogue, and then you went to my show and Mike, and then you went to EI. So, are you asking me to answer about EI? I mean, I'm I'm asking you to answer because you worked among those people while being some of them. So not, not really many left, but yeah. I mean, I think the thing I think about EI now is what I always said. Uh, once I left, was eventually they were going to land the place where they didn't pay anybody any money. And they would never get in any trouble ever. And they have guaranteed that now. And that's just the trade-off they've made. And, and and that's what they want to do. And, you know, they'll finish fourth or fifth. And once in a while, when the Patriots carry them for three months, they'll finish second. And they'll finish fifth and sixth. And, you know, maybe make a little profit or lose a little bit of money. And then they'll have to lay off some more people. And they, they just didn't want to deal with what our old show, mostly me, uh, the rating's great, but trouble more. And they just said, forget it. Yep. And now if you listen to it, they have a show in the afternoon now. It may change. Uh, they have a young woman, Megan Adelini and Christian Arcand. Mm-hmm. And it's the worst. Like it's, it sounds like if my old cross country drives mm-hmm. when before there was even serious and I would, you know, be in Albuquerque, 80 miles North and 1420 AM. And it's just two people talking about nothing and just like, you can tell their goal is to get to the next commercial break, <laughs> get the show done, and then the next day we'll have our three guests on, we'll have our topic, and then once it, once during the show, because it's, it's scripted out and the producer can do it, we're going to be wacky. We're going to have our wacky segment where we're, we're real people, and then we're done for the day. The show's done. It doesn't roll over to the next day. We go home. Nobody, you know, you don't walk out. You're not worried about the program director calling you or the Globe or the Herald or your boss or the guy who owns the company. David Field is never going to call Megan Donnellini and... Uh, say, don't do this, don't do that. But also, David Fields never going to call Megan Onlean and say, hey, here's a four-year, $6 million contract. That's not going to happen either. So that's the trade-off they've made. And, you know, I mean, as you know, Tom, obviously is a terrific a terrific company. They're yeah, rolling absolutely. Right Robust stock price. And, and oh, I, and I, what I just don't understand, though, is like, I don't think people know what the point of what they're doing is. Like, they think that 
the point of radio is literally just to have voices making noise right. for set right. amounts that's, of that's time it. in between. And like, there's no other, they just want to fill those blocks with people's mouths moving. And like, there's, there's nothing else there. Like, well, let me say, but let me, I'll say this, Alice, like take me away. And I guess Jerry and John to some extent, but not most of the time, mm-hmm. take me out of EI back then. It was Dale and Holly and Glenn Ordway and Lou Merloni and Mike Menansky at night. I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't that much different. The difference, it was, they were better at being boring, but the difference is I was there. Like, if you listen to my show now, mm-hmm. the guy you hear was on a morning sports talk radio show doing the same thing. It was it was wild it lasted as long as it did, honestly, because it was as crazy as it, the show you listen to now. That's the difference. Dale Arnold is just as boring as Rich Keefe. It's that I, it, yeah. honestly, this is an ego thing. I came in there. Like, John and Jerry were getting stale. Their ratings were lousy. I came in, I revitalized it. John, Jerry got rid of John, stabbed him in the back. Then Jerry and I took over, and it was wild for a couple of years. And they were like, you know what? We don't want this Murchison stuff. We don't want, you know, I fought with Marty Walsh. I fought with Charlie Baker. Mm-hmm. I fought with the Globe. I fought with the Herald. I fought with uh, Stephen A. Smith. I fought with Tom Brady. And they were like, why are we dealing with this lunatic for, you know, 13, 14 shares? We can get five or six shares and make, you know, half the money and not pay people as much. So, I, I mean, I understand that it's worse radio, but I do understand it. But that's then okay. So that's radio programming driven by sales, saying okay, we can get yeah, this many weight idiots. loss ads yeah. out of Dale, and right. this this uh, hair loss ad out of uh, Holly, and this whatever, and that's we'll make our margin, and that's what it etc. But there's at some point, don't you? as somebody who laid himself in the line, weren't you like, why isn't anybody else sweating here? Why isn't like, I, here's one. This is, I know I'm not allowed to compare myself to you whatsoever, but when I was, when I was Michael Graham's producer, we would do as, as hard a show as possible and never, we were never not working on the show on bits on Mm -hmm. drop on show Mm -hmm. content, whatever, never not. But we would have in a lot of these were old, old intercom people. We would have them every lunch. They'd meet up together 30 people and walk over to the Boston Globe building oh, and sure. slowly have a long meal lunch together and come yep. back. And we're like, are we the only two people who have a sense of urgency in this effing building? It was, yeah. and, but I'm sure. I, I have no doubt. And that's they the weren't way in the radio I'm business. Joking. They were in the going yeah. to lunch business. It was right, unbelievable. Right. Salespeople, salespeople have 80% of their stuff done before the year starts, and that's their life. And you know that's radio. And, and, and you're right. And that's one of the things about what I get to do now. I can work as much as I want or as little as I want. You know, uh, whether it's a true crime stuff or, or the show itself, it, it doesn't stop. It will stop. This show, the KMS show, will stop. Uh, There's no way this time. show is going to stop. There's no way you're. Well, this show, I, I, Kirk, you I'm don't stop saying, working. I'm, you keep I'm making saying, projects I'm for yourself. Saying, I'm not saying I'm going to stop working with the case and other stuff, but I can promise you, I swear on the life of my children, the Kirk Minahan show will stop when I turn 50 years old. That is a not even an argument. That's a That's- tough thing, man, because 50 comes quickly and you're like 50 and you're going to live for some 50 years. 50 right I'll, today, I'll be- right? I yeah, know, so 50 today. Yesterday's my birthday. That's right. Yes, yes great. Uh, yeah, um, but Kirk, how are you going to suddenly stop doing all the crap you're doing? You've, you you do, never do stop doing stuff. stuff. I'm going to write. I'm going to do it. I've heard my voice enough. I've weighed in on enough stuff. I don't, you know, I like doing it now. I'm having a great time with the show now. And I want to end when the show I think is still really good. And I think in a year and a half, I hope it'll still be really good. And then that'll be it. Well, I'll do other stuff and, you know, other people can do their thing. Life will go on. You know, this is, this is, you know, this is what it is. It's, it'll be what, five years at Barstool, like 12 or 13 years of doing like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, you've got already built in with your own universe, your own Barstool. 
Like, why not just have somebody, a, a Harvard Business School graduate, come in and make a network out of your own thing without you having to do anything I, else? Because I don't want to do the show at that point. I'm good. Like, I don't. I'm. I, I think people. Nobody believes me. I totally understand that because I, you know, I, I get that. But like, it, that's a long way away. Like, I, I don't know. That feels like it's enough. I feel like at that point it'll be enough. Yeah, but you never seem to get enough. I mean, you don't. You do shows when you're not supposed to do shows. You were going away well, not, like three years ago. Right. You were going to go that's away for right. a long time. I don't know how long it's going to be. We'll see you all later. And I like stopped listening because I thought, oh, he's going away for a month or whatever to, to figure shit I mean, stuff out. And you were back two days later. Yeah, that was that was over a year ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's different now. Like I didn't, you know, I would I would not do that now. And, you know, I do three shows a week now. I don't do five shows a week. I don't do four shows a week. I'm contractually obligated to do three. I do three. So, you know, like I, I, I'm, I, I am perfectly comfortable. I think that's plenty. Um. Yeah, October 31st, 2024 will definitely be the last KMS show. That is, I'm not saying I'm going to retire. I'm not going to do true crime stuff. I'm not going to do other stuff. I'm not going to do other investigative stuff or even other little series. But like, like I mean, how long can I uh, sit here looking at Mike and Dave? And like, at that point, it'll be good. It's plenty. Yeah, but it's not It's not as if the show is static. Yeah, Tom, it's good. Tom, it's going to be over. Like, no, it's, it's not going to be over. over. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be, yeah, be over. Be, there'll be it's, hundreds of thousands of Have you of considered hours. the I've fact that Tom well, really would like you to keep doing the show? Have yes, you taken that into account? That's the only reason why I'm stopping. That's it. That's the, why the problem I'm is this. Here's your problem, is that the show is better and better. And, and Mike, I mean, it's Gary is- It's not a problem for me. I don't care. Why care? Well, why wouldn't you? You have the best podcast. But that point, it's only going to get worse. So like eight years from now, I'll be an old guy. The show will stink. Mike will be gone, or Dave will be gone. I'll be there with some idiot producer, and and I, and I'll be I'll be I'll be what I used to make fun of. And like I never want to get to that point. I feel it sometimes, and I'm like, oh, I do not want to be like, you know, I'm not comparing myself to Stern, but like the way Stern is, or the way like you know old guys were that I hear where they're out of touch, <laughs> but like aren't acknowledging that they're out of touch. Like the one of the beauties of as I'm getting older now, was like I'm able to like laugh and be like, oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, but Kirk, you're not a radio so guy. You do a show. You're not a radio guy. You don't have a stupid radio voice. You don't do. It is a radio show though. It, it is ultimately at its core a radio show. It's the best radio show in America, but it happens to be on a podcast. You could move this show to a to a radio station. Just get rid of the swears, and it would absolutely murder. Right. Syndicated is a radio show. Murder. Before we let be you go, Kirk, Kirk, I have a in lieu of in uh, in light of John Stewart's passing. Hmm. Who, by the way, I didn't really know at all, but he was, he was a, he and Alice were communicating and he was just a really, really selflessly um, considerate guy too, which is just an awesome guy. But taking from your show on people who should die rather than people who shouldn't Mm -hmm. die, I have a small list of people I just would like your, your two cents on. And I think we're going to see eye to eye on most of these people who should be dead. My -hmm. first one has already died. Corey Haim. Well, what did you have against Corey Haim? He was a, a total a-hole at a time of decadence and disgusting um, both okay. fashion style and culture in the late 80s. He was okay. a total a-hole and a, mm-hmm. a, just a POS, and and his he was omnipresent when we needed him not to be. Here's here's, the, here's why I've, I, I guess I'm just more bent to sympathy than you. Okay. I find that child actors are absolutely fucked from day one. Like, he never, basically ever had a chance. Never. You know, I... I, I 
child actors have become assholes. I have very, I have mm-hmm. more sympathy for than than others. I think because they were they, 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 they were Kirk, I agree. Both so Corey much Hame so Tom- much child yeah. abuse in Hollywood. I don't give you yeah. Corey Haim and Tom Shattuck were both mm-hmm. sixteen in uh, nineteen eighty nine, and one was swimming in hot ladies, and one was yeah, alone in the basement in Winchester. That's a stupid. That's a stupid. No, it's comparison. not. It's a dumb comparison. Okay. All the kids who grow up in Hollywood are so damaged. Okay, so that's fine. Yeah. Give me. You that agree damage. with this? I don't care. I think it's who he ha- doesn't have a ton of sympathy for I, children who go I, through abuse I'm like that. He's he not very tub. sympathetic about it. That was tortured by his dentist. Okay, Corey Feldman. Can we agree on him? No, it's the same thing. No, I know. Quite the, the opposite. God. Quite the opposite. I, no, I know. I don't. I, no, I don't. Agree You've seen you. his music act. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right? Yeah, he said, by the way, that he was molested. Like, in, oh. you know, what does that mean? Jesus. It's like, so, okay. So I'm telling got, you, he doesn't, the, Tom is so not, gotta, does not have strong feelings on that topic. Like, he's got to get out of court. I do. That's oh, something, an issue that I'm passionate God, about. Really so, enjoying this season of the case, by the way, Kark, too. Uh, thank you. On that topic. It's really well done and well handled. Um, but yeah, Tom, no, does not really care about that issue. Me, please? Not you, Kirk. Yeah, okay, how about this? Um, Noel and Liam Gallagher. Uh, these are living people you want dead? In the name of God, Kirk, you torch everybody. And now I, I, I didn't it, really I approve of this like segment. Po- I don't really, but I don't really have anything like against them. Like they, they music kind of stinks, but I don't yes, really. Yes, I like, would say it. that's true. But like, I thought you were name like Minifans. I'm like, for them, been, I'll line them been... up. But I, you know, I, I don't, I don't you know, Liam Gallagher and Corey Feldman. Who gives a shit? I think we tried to get Corey Feldman on at one point. I think. Go ahead. You've been. You say that you've been, you know, holistically helped by music by certain people, as yes. if it's a, it's a it's a force for good. I'm not a music shamer, though. You maybe you are. I'm not a, like I don't know, Alice. What's your favorite? Well, it's probably like Skillet or some Christian band or something. But like, <laughs> what, 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 who's your favorite band, Alice? Go, no, I listen who, to like Taylor Swift and the okay, Killers. Like, and yeah, like, like, I mean, I listen to like pop music. Yeah, right, like Beatles I have no and, like like my kids like crazy YouTube. Like I don't. If somebody likes Rush or The Who, then fine. I don't know. No? I, I, what do you want me to say? Can we talk about, by the way, kids liking music, how good kids' music is now? I mean, how good music is? Um, I don't find it to be good, but yet I'm not supposed to find it to be good. Are you familiar with Ricky Montgomery, Kirk? I'm embarrassed to say I've not had the pleasure Your of daughter to probably knows who he is. Maybe your son does, too. Listen to this. I don't really give a damn about the way you touch me when we're alone. That's- you can... 
It's like a it's a crooning country. It's a Sinatra kind of thing going on. It's there. wonderful. Imagine that we had Bananarama for God's sakes. They've got oh, like, no, 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 no. We had great music. Stop it. Stop it. Stop we, there was a lot of crap out there. A lot of guitar just is still bitter because you, he wasn't cool in high school and I, that is true. <laughs> so he's yeah, mad at all the music that all the popular kids listened to back then. He's still angry. Yeah. <laughs> who is the girl who's who's who you hooked up with? Whose younger brother you were friends with again? Who are we talking about? To you, Kirk, in in school. In I hooked up with what? You hooked up with this girl. You were friends with her younger brother, and she took her shirt off. Oh, I'm not telling that story. No, no, no. She First of all, a, again, Tom, you, she, you have she, no, you have no sympathy. This, this is an accurate, inaccurate portrayal. Yeah, Alice, you may not know this story. I was in fourth grade. Uh-huh. This girl showed me her shirt. She did my Me Too story. Mm-hmm. We didn't hook up. I was horrified. And she yeah. was the blonde sister. That's terrible right. when you're I, a no, kid. I beat on who this no, is. No, this isn't, this isn't the girl you pretended to save in some car once. This is not a, a blonde haired <laughs> girl. This is just some random person. I know who this is, I think. Uh, no, you, you actually hot. don't. You, 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 you actually do not. You, There's a word I, sex doesn't, in her Tom last thinks name. like teachers sleeping no, with teenage no, boys is totally fine and cool. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I went through that. But yeah, there's, there's, there's no, 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 you've got the, no, this is, this is back in my Vincent Owen days. I was young. I was, I was, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. I'm sure you're, it was awful. Jesus. Can you imagine? This is unbelievable. So listen to this. <laughs> Have you heard the Dua Lipa song, uh, Levitating? This, yeah. I've this is it. a song that kids like now. This song is incredible. Find a song or something? Yeah. Yeah. just song. learning about songs. Well, me and my <laughs> daughter just do, like put all the songs on when we drove down to have a, see people, whatever. And so I'm like le- seeing all these songs. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. Dua Lipa is, is fantastic. She's 27, by the way. So that's <laughs> anybody else want to tell me about like yes. Lamar or Taylor Swift? Yeah, he has a Bruno Mars. He has a Bruno Mars song lined up. <laughs> he just found out. I mean, how perfect is that? It's brilliant. Yeah, I just feel like I, I, here's the, the thing for me to emotionally connect with a musician. I need to be in their age range. You like, do? Or, or, yeah, or they have to be older than me. Yeah, yeah. Tom like, connects I I, very easily with younger women, I think. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Or guys, I guess, but which is fine. <laughs> but I don't. I, I, oh, can I mention? Is this is this live right now? Yes, or is it's live. Yeah. Yes. Oh, forget it. I want, I'm going to mention on my show tonight. Yeah. I actually have a, a copy of the Boston Globe in my hand right now. I'm going to talk about the story in the Globe on tonight's show. Uh, if you, did you read that? You probably didn't read the story or not today. Yvonne Abraham's profile of Maura Healy and her girlfriend. Oh, Jesus. No. no. Crazy. <laughs> look, look, I, I legitimately like great. Like, I, 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 you know me. I don't care if she's gay, straight, whatever. But like she met this woman while she was her boss. Maura Healy was her boss. Yes. Ten years younger. She left her husband and her family or whatever and is oh. living now with Maura Healy. And they're acting. Yvonne Abraham's acting like it's the greatest thing in the world. And I'm like, well. If this is a 55-year-old like conservative guy who married his former younger underling and she left her family, it'll be a the global right, like it's the biggest scandal yeah. of all time. They write about like it's the it's the greatest romance we've ever seen in the history of the yeah, world. Yeah, didn't that happen too with um wasn't there an actress on Orange is the New Black who like left her husband for a woman who was like one of the writers on the show or something? Oh, is that right? Yeah. I mean I, I forget whatever. exactly I what it was, but I remember reading the story and thinking, like, wait, like how this isn't but like, like but as like, positive as it's is, being portrayed. Right. Like I don't. Or Hillary's this woman's boss, like at the time. Right. Like this, uh, I don't know. Who knows? I, anyway. She well, is, who, uh, we've had we've had her. I used to. Uh, we had her into um, for editorial meetings, etc. 
I'm sorry. Yeah. Tom I'm, loves her because she's, she's a woman and she had to talk her, to him. She's a cutie. I'm in, in, in charm. More healing? Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. She is hot. She's my age, by the way. She's a, oh, yeah. She's a cutie. I'm sorry. I absolve her of everything. I'm fairly, she's great. By the way, um, but I look, I look forward to it. I mean, no, no doubt. I mean, this is a, obviously this is double standard. Some people. Like, I probably won't. I probably won't do it now. Okay, the day. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm probably gonna, I was afraid of that after I appeared on your show, Kirk. That you'd quit your show after that. I thought, freak. Imagine my life is avoiding people changing my name oh. because I was the last interview on Kirk Minahan's show. Oh, I like when both of you were on. Alice is on once, and Tom, you were on. Not a good fit. Good. Alice isn't a good fit. I told you she wasn't. And I she thought, wasn't. Well, here's here's uh, you know I, you might be up against it, but when you went on these multiple shows mm-hmm. and you were like we had that girl Julian, yeah, and you were like I wanted Kirk to be like get tough. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like I don't even understand what your 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 criticism was. I didn't get it. Well, because she was she got on because she left a message that was a tough guy or she was on the phone as a tough Sent guy. An email. So I thought that, oh, man, here what we go. What am I supposed to say? Like, get tough. Like, oh, she was fine. Well, she and was I fine. Treat, and I treat women differently than men when they're on yeah, the show. Yeah, I, I understand. That, but, I but, I, but there were expectations. I it, it, As it turned out, she was like really likable and seemed like like one of the guys. And she's like a better fit than Alice's because Alice I thought was, Alice was I thought Alice was fine. I thought she was good. I, I, I think you're jealous that Alice was on the show. That is true. That is accurate. true. As a matter of fact, yeah. I yeah. thought like, that when, like, when know, Dave Alice. dropped the ball this week and Dave said, oh, can you do can you join us uh, before the uh, case this Sunday? I thought he meant to come down to Watertown for the show. And I said, Alice, I think they want to be coming on the show. And Alice, we were like in a fight because Al- we were. Alice well, was Tom's jealous. greatest fear is that I would ever be asked back on Which KMS and not like, him. That's like his. Definitely going to happen again. Then, well, for no, sure. she's not a good fit. But, but that's what he would do. With the was, to you do you think Alice is good in the show? I thought she was very good. In the oh, show. She, yeah, or it's not a good fit. But so. Why uh, is that? OK. Uh, puck from the real world. Can you at least admit that he should be dead? At his least, is, Kirk. His real, his real name is Dave Rainey. Is it um, really? Yes, I believe that's right. Yes, okay. It, would uh, the world be a better um, place if he had died in 1994? Well, let, me, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Maybe, but then, yeah. But, like, how's he do? Like, Is he, like, matured? Oh. Is he changed? I, I don't know the answer to that question. You are the most, like, emotionally healthy unhealthy emotionally person i've ever talked I have to. a lot of work about puck rainy from i hate him <laughs> i hate him he started the trend of making bad rewarding bad behavior he was terrible for this culture see i got worked up about stuff that goes on nowadays like for the other the other the other day yesterday whenever it was i got really irrationally angry that the espn broadcasters turn the e upside down for the three that be a tribute to that Bills player. I'm like, that's so like pandering. <laughs> Stuff like that makes me nuts. Like, how does that help him? Does he feel better? It's so fucking stupid. Everybody on every side of that story of that guy is oh. terrible. It's terrible. That, and that's why I don't want to like talk. Like, Did anything. you see he was like tweeting the oh, game Oh, by the way, I got a note from a program director, Kirk. You'll be happy. You'll, you'll understand this. Saying, by the way, when I started talking about that football player, we're not going to make a correlation between him and the vaccine, just so you know. It's like, oh. Well, you know, I wouldn't tell anybody, I would never tell somebody not to talk about something, but thank God, because there's no topic that's dumber than that. Oh, I agree, but, but like. But Tom's callers love that. I agree, but wouldn't it be nice? Oh, I'm sure it's. Wouldn't it be nice? And I have a great program director right now, but wouldn't it be nice if every time a program director, like, took away a topic, they gave you something to replace it with? They'd give you a top if you asked her for topics. She'd give you stuff to talk about. But yeah, it would listen, be like, "What's your favorite idiot, breakfast you know? cereal?" Yeah, you don't mean don't listen to this moron. I can't imagine. I mean, you <laughs> know, like the, I say all the time, wonderful. we'd come in, we would do a fourteen rating. The other shows would do sixes, fives. 
And Joe Zarbano or Kevin Graham would ever come in and be like, you know, maybe if you talked a little bit more about the game, maybe you do a 15 or 16. Oh, my God. I'd say, well, the oh other shows God. talk about, all they do is talk about the games. And they did, a, why don't you go talk to them? And eventually I said, don't, until you talk to them, just don't speak to me. And then eventually it was just don't speak to me. And that's part of the reason, I suppose, why I'm gone. But yeah, that would drive me nuts. I would go on the air right away and be like, just so you know, oh. uh, I'd like to talk about the vaccine. My program director said we can't talk about it. Right. And yeah, that's why I'm, people have loyalty to you because you're willing to put yourself out there and get beat beat on for it. Okay, Dennis Rodman. Uh, come on, for God's sakes! You're I, I've I mean, what is the question? That, do I want it, him to be dead? Yes, you want him dead? <laughs> no, not really. I'm not, okay. No, the gin blossoms. What am I well, who? The gin blossoms. I have no reaction one way or another toward the gym. I told you, I don't, I don't have a, mu- I'm not a music hater. I, I don't like them, but I don't, like, I want the drummer of the gym blossoms okay. to be dead. Okay, let me find, okay. Sophia Franklin. Kirk, now this is a woman <laughs> who's made her money off of totally Tony, sexuality. Tony totally sexuality. If you look at her you image. She's so fucking random. She is so. <laughs> no purpose to this. this is so no, dumb. it's not random at all. She is. No. Follow through with every no. aspect. I mean, is, this, is this your flack rapping me? Is that what's happening? Dave, am I supposed to say like, hey, I want somebody no. dead? But, but can, can you at least admit that she's a terrible and vile human being? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what Based on what? She's based on her own. It's it's all you know as you know self. Well said. I guess so. Now that you put it that way. Yeah, no, sure. well it's said. it's Very all well vain. Yeah. It's vanity and it's you know self absorption with her physical visage. Welcome to twenty twenty three. Stupid. She, I understand world. that, but so she treats people less than only because her physical visage in twenty years that's all gone, and then she's going to claim to be a victim. Years, I think she might look pretty good. No, know, she's not going to look pretty good. Okay. Maybe 50 years. This band featuring a poser man pretending to be blue collar. Oh, he's just going to go all the way through. Huh? It doesn't matter. <laughs> this <laughs> this band okay. pretending to be a uh, featuring a poser man pretending to be blue collar who was also a weak facsimile of Bob Dylan and Bob Seger. No, oh, no, no. Featured no, no. a vacuous saxophonist who filled uh, time in mediocre songs until he expired in uh, 2011. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, again. Like if you like if you don't like Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. I have no issue with that. He means everything to me. He means nothing to you. That's great. I mean, I, what music do you like? I appreciate the Beatles certainly. And, uh, okay, so you don't like it. So you don't really like anything. I don't. So I think like Bruce. Anything. I think. Well, I just think Bruce is, is hack. I mean, it's it, okay. It, well, great. What am I supposed to do? Yell at you? So you think? So you think Bruce Springsteen's a hack? Great. That's well, I. Well, he's the greatest. To me, he's the greatest musician of all time. How about so, how about he just makes the song about the USA a positive song about the USA? Why, why does it have to be? About the plight of Vietnam the USA veteran. would be the goddamn national anthem now if he really meant it, rather than bitch he's about Vietnam where he didn't but fight. That's, but that's but that's not what. But that's not how he felt. And like you know and. That's how all the because he's a selfish a hole. He should have given Why? the song over to the country rather than bitch Why? about the guys who fought when he didn't fight. You mean like a great artist, a great uh, songwriter like Lee Greenwood? Is that what you want him to be like? <laughs> I mean, like, what no. are we fucking talking about here? No, but he has Look, a song called say, Born in the USA. Say in the great, you know, he's about to go on a world tour. It's going to make a billion dollars. He just sold his catalog for $700 million. So right now, I'm not ready to declare the winner in this top shot like Bruce Springsteen feud just yet. Mm-hmm. But I think some point next year or two, we're going to come to a winner in this one. I do feel that way. So let me tell you, before we let you go, the best Bruce Bruce song is actually a throwaway song. But it's literal because he didn't try to or have the time to change it into Uh it. Uh It's Girls in Their Summer Clothes. It's a great song. That's his best song. And it's literal. It's It's literally about girls in their summer clothes. And there's nothing more beautiful and perfect than that. It's a great song. 
There's no pretense. It wasn't about it was the, called. I, it was called. It was called women in their summer clothes. You wouldn't like it as much. That is true. <laughs> but it's a, it's, it's, it's a terrific sort of Beach Boys ish kind of song. It's, is, you it's are a, right. It's a gorgeous song, and it's no. There's no pretense about it. Okay, I hey, was, Dave, we, we, we booked Alice, Alice yet for coming back in? Or no? Alice is uh, not we booked, but we're, we, we're about good, to. Bad good, bad let's fit. do that. Let's do that for bad sure. Fit. Alice, I okay. So I'm out of dead people questions. I was going to throw Carabas <laughs> in there, but he didn't know. Jerry Carabas, the man. I don't have a Jared list of Carabas people is, that I want dead. So Jared, I wasn't Jared prepared for Carabas that segment. Carabas I apologize. Is a, Carabas is my brother. He's a great. Carabas, guy. who's hey, trash from Saugus, who has, who's like, acts like a badass, who has more than Jared Remy, who actually killed people. You were, you were, your mom probably shit you out in the bathroom of Bill and Bob's, and you're calling a Jared Carabas so first lucky. baby of Winchester Hospital, 1973. That is correct. Beat out Michelle Ty, by the way. Who was your? Did you have? Who was your? Who was the doctor? Who? Who uh, was your doctor? Who? who, who uh, Kingsley, I think. Doctor Anino no. was another one. Do you remember Anino? That's your no. pediatrician. Doctor. Mine was O. Mine was O'Grady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Winchester, yeah, yeah. Winchester Hospital, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, yeah it was a, it was well, I was the first person, I think, the night that I got, that was in 1973, but I think I was the first person uh, the night I checked into the, to, to try and kill myself that night at Winchester Hospital, I think in 2018. So I have that going as well. Oh, yeah. I got another first. In 89, I was the first person to get a, do you remember when they came into Winchester and said it's a, a zero tolerance when George H.W. Bush said no more, no drugs, no nothing? And they said zero tolerance. There'll be no more house no, parties. Was that okay? It was George, George Bush. Was taxes with George Bush. So okay. we had my brother threw a huge party, and actually Peter French and Dean McLaren were both there. A huge party, and the cops came and arrested us. And we were the, I was case number one of that year. Wow. For, for it was great. I was famous for a day. I came into school the next day, and like girls were hugging me because because they, <laughs> they cuffed me in front of people. And that was yeah. <laughs> I would say the biggest day in Winchester history for me was when Domino's came to Winchester. It was like oh. a bomb went off and everybody in my life, yep. we were like, you can call and the pizza will come to your house in like 20. It was it was an amazing couple. Yeah. Of, that one's still there, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah, I remember. I remember a bunch of kids. Do you remember Wheels who worked there? Chris Wheeler? Oh, yes. We, yes, I do. I, do. I, I didn't know him like I knew Keith McLaren, but yeah. Have yeah. you, by the way, backed off this Dean, stupid Dean McLaren thing or no? Are you still doing this dumb act? I was just saw Keith last night. And once again, it's like, a, it's a weird thing that you have, but... It, Keith doesn't know you. I think I don't know what what that was about. I knew Dean. I didn't say. But I was you were in Dean's class. Knew, oh, by I the way, I have one. I have, a, I have a trivia question for you. Is Keith still functionally illiterate or no? Like the rest <laughs> of the McLaren family? <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. I, I have a, right. another. I have a trivia question for you. Oh, great! What is name the connection <laughs> here? Yeah, my cat uh, Sylvester and Kirk Minahan. Um. <laughs> Are I don't you sure know. this is a trivia question? Yes, this is I mean, that seems very specific. To I, I, I don't My know. Cat the Sylvester and Kirk Minahan. I'll give you a hint. It takes place, I think, in around 1981. Could be 1980. Your cat Sylvester. Sylvester. 1981. Mm-hmm. Was it Bill Ricca in 1981? I don't know what is it. Okay, my cat Sylvester. It mm-hmm. got out of the house, ran down the street. Was killed by a husky owned by Dick Malcolm. Oh, is that right? Oh, how was that a connection? Father <laughs> of Timmy Malcolm, Tim Malcolm. friend Who, of Kirk Minahan. Tim Malcolm, by the way, mm-hmm. graduated with Dean, not with me. Uh, same thing. Same class. Same. Look it up in the yearbook. Same thing. Yeah. By the way, Dick Malcolm was the dad. Tim Malcolm's the kid. Dick Malcolm was the dad. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, Dick had the. Uh, oh uh, no. Uh, jewelry Uh-oh. store. Yes, he did. 
He had a lot going on. Nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Unless you're Mrs. Malcolm, I think. I think. I don't know. I don't know. That, I think that oh, was, yeah. Oh, no. I don't, I don't know anything about that. I don't know I anything don't know. about that either. Anyway. It was a great. busy time. All right. Kirk, Alice, do you have anything for Mr. Minahan? I think, we should, I think we've taken enough of Kirk's evening. With <laughs> yeah, the show starting about five minutes. <laughs> Insane. So, yeah. um, so uh, okay. Um, things. Kirk, thank you very much. I appreciate All it. All right, Shaddix. <laughs> well... He is doing that more than ever. I think it's kind of his calling card. All right, you guys Kirk. don't listen to that. You guys don't listen to that show every day. No way. So uh, the only thing we, I tell you, man, we 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 love your show. You do an awesome job. I appreciate. it. I know this is a pain in the ass for you. You're, you're right. an awesome. We'll guy. see you guys soon. All Take right, care. Thanks. See you later. See Bye-bye. you. Bye bye. <clears throat> All right, Alice. I feel like I didn't let you say a thing. Is that true? I said I said some things. I was okay. Thank you, you though. Okay? I Are you mad at me? No. Are you mad? No, not at all. I just I I. As usual, I don't really have any recollection of, of <laughs> my interaction with him. Well, but I was surprised he didn't want more people dead. To be honest. <laughs> okay, should we go to the chat chat? Or do okay, we? we can we can do the chat chat, and then we can oh, cover a few topics for the people in the Patreon okay. show on the other side, if that's okay. okay. Like news stories type of topics. Okay, I don't have it uh, up yet. Hold on. Can you the chat have, can chat. you can you fill it all? Um, I could possibly. I'd rather. Can I get us a couple of seltzers or something? Because I'm da- parched. Um, why don't we pull up the chat chat messages and do that first? Why? Because you can't fill for a minute and ten seconds. Well, I just. Uh, I can fill. It's okay. going to take a minute and ten seconds. Yes. Why don't we just do the show? Why do you have to go get I, something my right now? Can't work, Alice. I'm out of mouth lubricant. <laughs> why? Because I'm out of it. I was drinking coffee, dude. I don't know. You can't handle it. Can I? Well, how about I'll play Dua Lipa for a little bit? And then no, no. It's oh, okay. okay I'll I'll don't worry, everybody. I can talk about a topic. The thing I'm most excited about this week is uh, Ron DeSantis taking over the uh, this Florida college, the new college of Florida. And uh, he has put a conservative majority on the board of trustees, including people like Chris Rufo, who's against all this like critical race theory stuff. Um, somebody from Hillsdale College, which is a conservative organization and and really trying to start over to take back over some of these educational institutions and create an alternative. He wants them to like focus on the classics and give a real education, which is awesome because everything that is happening, like I've talked about, like you can't actually win this fight by banning critical race theory under the law you can only win this fight by like actually replacing out the people in the institutions because critical race theory is an amorphous enough thing that even if it's not like on the curriculum if you have a bunch of people in the building who believe in it you're still gonna have the problem like they because they're gonna infuse it into every single thing that they do and that's why this is so dangerous because they're gonna take the normal lessons that they would teach and they're gonna fill it up with this worldview that is so toxic and divisive that completely just is designed to ruin children's brains to either you know set them up to believe that they can't succeed because of their skin color or to set them up to believe that they're evil and bad if they are successful that's toxic it's absolutely success destroying it goes against everything that we believe in in this country to have that kind of worldview and yet all the people in the schools top to bottom it's like near universal in school administrations the the types of people that are there and so it's so so important that conservatives actually start to 
exist in these institutions. That's one of the reasons why I say, like, we don't need a bunch of conservatives to all be talking heads here. I say a hypocrite with a podcast where I talk about conservative issues, but we don't need like more conservatives with podcasts and more conservatives running for office, although that stuff is great. But we need like conservative school administrators and conservatives making movies and conservatives, you know, doing normal stuff, building companies, making things. And that's that's where you're going to have it. But you, you need the people in the building who don't believe this or you can pass all the laws you want all day. That's why I think it's so great what Ron DeSantis is doing. Have you followed this story, Tom? No. That he's filled up the new college of Florida. He appoints the members to their board of trustees. And he's appointed like people from Hillsdale College and Chris oh, Rufo who does yeah, all the so, so yeah, but like I what mean, I'm saying is, is is that's so important because for the exact reason that um that basically you know, you're you can't by passing laws win the critical race theory thing because the people in the building still all believe it and they're gonna put it into every single thing that they do. Right? right. And then and then they don't and then you, and then it doesn't matter what laws you have. But so you have to actually have people in there that aren't insane in order. And so that's why I'm so glad that he's actually doing that. Like, and just, you know, check off another box. Ron DeSantis gets it. He does the perfect things all the time. And uh, are you um, actually ready to play the chat chat now? Because I, I feel bad because we're already at an hour and we have to do the chat chat and then we have to come back and do another show. And I already used some of my content to do extra time in this oh, because my goodness, your you content. had to go get drinks right okay. now before the it's chat my, chat. Is it anybody's birthday? Is so it, you're taking away from the Patreon people. Is it somebody's birthday? Yeah, sorry. Sorry? Happy birthday, sweetie. Thank you. And you apologize. I'm so sorry. Okay. I apologize. I'm a couple days behind, but I had to laugh during the uh, porn conversation on every time Alice would talk about how bad porn is, Tom would so have to bad. pretend, oh, yes, honey, oh, oh, it's terrible, <laughs> oh, it's corrupting the youth of America, oh, yes, yep, never seen that before, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Correct. Meanwhile, porn Alice is really bad. in terms like BJs and gangbangs, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that was a good one. I enjoyed it. Good discussion. <laughs> Happy to be here. It is true. Alice is much more into that than I am. That is a fact. Fact, 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 fact. Happy birthday, Tom. I hope Thank it's you. The, the most super softest birthday ever. Softest. And uh, I got a little present for you. Oh, wow. Special guest to sing happy birthday to you. Oh, wow. Come on. Come out here. All right. Come on. Let's move it. Thank you. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. What is her name you. supposed to be again, Alice? Do you remember? Happy birthday. Oh, Roxy and Happy birthday to you. Got a little present under my mini skirt. Oh, my goodness. By, <laughs> the, by the way, I, I, I don't What do we say to Morgan? Well, I think you have something to say to Morgan. Morgan, my goodness. What are you? You have totally. That is unnecessary. Morgan, Morgan said, said Tom a, a lovely birthday Gorgeous present. steaks yes. and things and meat products. It's ridiculous. Actually, it made uh, steak and eggs yesterday with some of the sirloin. It's awesome. You were that is unnecessary. But that that bowled me over. I was like, this must be from my uncle or something because I actually didn't have any note in it. Just so you know, so I was like, what, who, what is it? So it, yeah, that is. I don't know. I don't even have words. That's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, I I, I guess I. It, 
I think I should probably offer to sleep with him, Alice. I guess. Would that bother you? No, you can. It's fine. It's a lot of steak. <laughs> okay, you can sleep with a yes, Morgan. Yes, well, That's consider fine. it done. If you're okay. down, Morgan, I'm down. I don't really know. Well, I don't know women's anatomy either, so it doesn't matter. Okay, uh, th- yeah, but Morgan, thank you. That's ridiculous. I don't even know what to say. Not, words are not enough, but thank you so much, and I've already started enjoying all the, the steak. Let's see. Hey, it's Danny. I hey. I uh, wish you a Happy New Year at the end of my last message. It was already way too late to be wishing you a Happy New Year in real time. And I wasn't considering the fact that the message wouldn't be played for a couple more days. So it's a really, really late Happy New Year. Uh, and I feel bad about that. So I apologize a thousand times, what? Dakota. Also, wait, I was oh, having Dakota, do you, you don't know what that means to you, No. That's from Dakota and Braintree yelling uh, at Glenn Ordway. And Glenn Ordway is saying, I apologize a thousand times to you, Dakota. It's old WEI, the big show, the prime time of the big show. Oh, it was so fun back then. Nothing? Okay. Uh, regarding Paul. Are you still? Are you? Are you? Are you floating on air because you're. Still enjoying the moment from your most recent um, basking? Yeah, that's what it, it is. No, <laughs> or is it because we just got off with Kirk and now it's weird? Everything's fine. Okay, I don't know. I can't I can't take your temperature. I don't know what's going on. If you're, are you, am I in trouble? You're not in trouble. Do you love me? I do love Would you. Would you say that the, that the marriage is intact? Because I noticed a picture of us from last night at uh-huh. the party. Yeah. And you're, and I don't know how to tell you this, but you're really a lot more attractive than I am. Hmm. A lot more attractive. And have you considered that maybe you should upgrade? Um, Haven't thought about it, no. Now, is that healthy to not think about it? Yeah, I think so. I think our marriage is great. You're really attractive. Thank you. I get you. You get me. I know. That's not Lucky fair. Lucky me. That's that's not healthy. Think of the good times. I have <laughs> all good times. Okay, forget it. Paul Salucci and Jane Swift. Paul Salucci's been dead for almost a decade. That's wow. I Did didn't you mention Paul that. Salucci, Alice? Uh, Jane Swift, unfortunately, is still with us, but you know, good for her. Jane Swift had a couple pounds, but happy new year, Salucci. I went to his his. Um, Victory party at the Black Rose, and his daughter, who was my age then, so I'm not being was a smoke show. I actually bought my then girlfriend. Am I in trouble? No. I bought my then girlfriend. Finish the story without Hold asking on. me every half a second. Well, I don't know when Alice. I've, you know what? Are you going to keep pausing the? I don't know when the like guy from NBC is going to suddenly start step. a story, and halfway through a sentence, you're like, "Oh, but the way Alice, are I you? Am, am I in trouble? Um, I don't know when the I guy from NBC is going to suddenly step out from the like, back and say, okay. have, have a seat, please. No, but she was my age, and I actually bought, this is a weird story, I actually bought my then-girlfriend, Paul Salucci's daughter's exact outfit at Filene's, because I had a Filene's credit card, and mm-hmm. it was a tan, like, hip-hugging pants in a black turtleneck, actually, mm-hmm. and it was just ridiculously good-looking. I don't know what anybody's supposed to do with that, <laughs> but there you go. I uh, had a bizarre dream that my mom lit um, 
Bill Gates into her house. And then, then I, um, did what, um, Jesus did to the money changers and threw tables and casted him out of my mom's house, calling him, um, a pedophile and stuff. Weird dream. That's what happens when you eat, um, more than six Oreos before bed. Ooh, Oreos. Alice, thoughts on Bill Gates coming to the house? Yeah, I wouldn't let Bill Gates into my house, probably. He probably came through the window. <laughs> good one, honey. I like it. Very good. Okay. God, remember when Windows... Remember we got Windows 8 on that computer? And it was trying to act <laughs> like an apple or whatever? Oh, it was awful. Oh, oh. Oreo cookies, that were damn <laughs> okay, good. Just... Damn good. I like you... Oh, well, I don't want... Okay, forget it. I'll save it for the, the Patreon yeah, section later. I'm going to get very show. sexual. Is that okay? It's my birthday. I'm 50. Okay. I'm old. I'm probably not going to be let live for the decade. Okay. I just want to have some time to talk about you. Okay? Okay. Okay. Happy birthday, Tom. Hope you, you had man. a wonderful day. Great Short, Timmy. sweet, and to the point. Perfect. Yeah. Great Timmy Can. I mean, a great guy. And did you see the leaderboard that came out the leaderboard? He's mm-hmm. far above us. <laughs> <laughs> What were we categorizing? Yeah. We'll take it. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You look birthday. really old. What? And you're going to get buried in our backyard. <laughs> That's true. Very yeah. exciting. I'm all for it. Hello, Burn Barrow. Hey. It is I, Adam Schiff, Hi. congressman and bon vivant. Wow. Wanted to let you know I quite admire your friend, Matt Walsh. Yeah. I really yeah, enjoy the cut of his jib. Walsh. He's a dandy, and he is right about... Okay, let's get this straight, because this bothers him. We talked to Matt Welch. We've also talked to Matt Walsh. Mm-hmm. But most recently, that was Matt Welch of Reason. Mm-hmm. Matt Walsh. Of, is of the Daily Wire. Yes, he's different. That's the, uh, what is a woman guy. Just so you know, but uh, just so there's clarification, in case Matt Welch is listening. Wanted to let you know I quite admire your friend Matt Walsh. I really enjoy the cut of his jib. He's a dandy, and he is right about those mean and stupid Republicans. Dandy. He called them out for their lying and scheming ways. As we should all acknowledge, there is no place in government for lying. So true. Anyway, big fan of the show and love the Shattucks. Ooh, thank you so thank much. Thank you. We appreciate it. But by the way, thank you for all the uh, kind words as you as usual. We can we can. Thank you so much, everybody. If you are on Patreon, stay there because um, we will come back on the other side of the music with some more show for you. Um, thank you to everybody for listening. You can find the Patreon shows and live streams and stuff at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. Always for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com is all our content, the places to listen. You can find YouTube. We're on Rumble Video in case we get kicked off YouTube, etc. Love you guys and have a great Say weekend. Lobby. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.